Oh, times are rough these days. First off, before we talk about the news, I'm about to uh, discuss. Shout out to all the protesters, everybody using their voice. Hope you're all staying safe. My heart goes out to you. My heart goes out to Indianapolis. Justice for George Floyd, please, swiftly and soon. Fred Rashani, TSC, your home for sports, news updates, interviews, and everything in between. If you're new here, please consider subscribing. Whew, been, been a lot going on in, in real life, but this is a, a pretty big sports story in the midst of you know a lot of sports still not starting up yet uh, that I think I should cover. And it's John Jones, the current UFC light heavyweight champion, going on an absolute freaking tweet storm about Dana White. So just to bring y'all up to speed, Dana White recently did an interview with ESPN, which is the broadcast partner of UFC. So more often than not, he gets a lot of softball questions. And he was asked about the potential Francis Ngannou versus John Jones super fight at heavyweight, which would be epic because in theory, it would be John Jones's UFC heavyweight debut. It'd be against a legitimate contender. It'd be a fun fight. Maybe not fun for John Jones, but a fun fight for the fans. You got the greatest fighter of all time. You got one of the most dangerous fighters on the planet and Ngannou who has significantly improved since losing to Miocic a few years back. Hell, man, anything could happen, right? The reach versus the power with the weight gain, everything else. But we had Dana White go on ESPN and say that John Jones is asking for a whole lot of money, and it's pretty much crazy money given the times we're in. Now, I should note that Dana White said this is the worst time to be asking for more money when <laughs> UFC 249 just did a reported 7 100,000 pay-per-view buys. Never mind the fact that on top of that, UFC gets a guarantee every time they run a show on ESPN's platform. Never mind the fact that most UFC pay-per-views are like 65 bucks. Now, I'm not saying that pay-per-view 249 wasn't worth 65 bucks. I'm, I'm glad I watched that show. It was epic. However, UFC 250 is coming up with Nunez versus Spencer you know, a couple other names sprinkled in there. For, but for the most part, you look at that card from top to bottom. That card ain't worth 50 bucks. It's not worth 65 bucks. It ain't worth, worth 16 bucks. Can't even talk right now. But Dana White wants to get in his ESPN soapbox and say, yeah, this is the worst time to be asking for money. Well, Biatch, why don't you put UFC 250 on for free if it's the worst time to ask for money? Never mind that comment that is tone deaf and, of course, par for the course for Mr. Dana White. So here's the exact quote. For the amount of money John Jones is asking for, it's not going to happen. You couldn't be asking for a more absurd amount of money at a worse time. Now, note, John Jones, no matter how you feel about him, is undoubtedly the best fighter UFC has ever seen. Now, John Jones, of course, has been linked to PDs. Outside of the cage, John Jones has gotten into a lot of trouble. I've been very vocal about John Jones's conduct outside of the cage. But I will also concede that the guy, hopefully... Is getting help because he seems like he's needed help over the years. And I will concede that PDs are not, he's the most talented fighter we have ever seen. Now, if you want to say GSP is the greatest, whatever, it's subjective. It's hard to compare guys in the era because the sport is so freaking young. That being said, right now, present day, John Jones is the best. And John Jones, like every other UFC fighter, but especially the best fighter in the world, is underpaid. That's just the reality. Let's keep it real. It's the same thing with WWE. Guys like Seth Rollins, guys like Roman Reigns, they are underpaid compared to the amount of money that UFC and WWE bring. So that's kind of insulting on Dana White's part. 
So John Jones quote tweets this and he says, it's interesting to just sit here and watch your boss lie to the camera like this. We never discussed any increase in pay. Immediately, the conversation was that I already made enough. I never made a number offer. If you're not going to change my contract for the heavyweight move, at least have the decency to be honest with the fans. I was over the situation, but I'm not going to sit back and allow Dana to lie to the fans. I never asked for an absurd amount of money. That's BS. Absolute BS. So then John Jones went bike riding and then he tweeted again. I'm not going to give up hope the way I'm taking this whole thing is UFC don't want to budget the John Jones heavyweight move right now. They shouldn't just said that lying on me and saying I asked for too much is just unfair. That was unnecessary. So to recap real quick, John Jones saying UFC is lying for John Jones outright saying they're lying about John Jones saying, hey, I want more money. It should be perceived and assumed that he should be getting more money if he's going to go up to heavyweight, especially when, oh, by the way, he's the light heavyweight champion and he's never been truly defeated. Then he goes, you already let me down a bit by shutting down this Francis mega fight. Don't add salt to the wound by telling the fans something that's not the truth. If you're wondering, I'm not fighting with UFC. I'm not mad at Dana or beefing. Just surprised he went that route. I said my piece, I'm over it. That was about 18 hours ago. Also 18 hours ago. Uh, somebody said, are you really over it? And he said, no, not really. Ish reminds me of UFC 151 all over again. You, you will recall that back in the day, John Jones pulled out of UFC 151 because, well, you know, Greg Jackson said he shouldn't fight Chael Sonnen. It was very polarizing at the time. He was John Jones was supposed to fight Dan Henderson. It was a one-match card. Long before UFC pay-per-views became a shell of their former selves for the most part, UFC 151 was an outlier. It was an anomaly. You looked at that card and you were like, oh my God, this, this is a pay-per-view card? And keep this in mind, had UFC chosen to run that show without John Jones, I believe the main event of that show would have been Jay Heron versus Jake Ellenberg. This was back in 2012. So John Jones got heavily criticized, most notably by Dana White, for not taking a last-minute fight against Chael Sonnen. And in retrospect, he destroyed Chael Sonnen later that, later that time anyway. He probably should have taken that fight. He would have destroyed Chael Sonnen probably 10 times out of 10. But hey, it is what it is. So anyway, that brought back bad memories and bad blood. And then he just tweeted about an hour ago. If you're going to stick to these lies, I'm going to stick to defending myself. Please have your lawyer, Hunter Campbell, release those text messages. Whoa. Then he said, don't being effing, don't, excuse me, don't be an effing liar. My reputation has already taken enough hits. I don't need this BS Dana. I never asked for Deontay Wilder's numbers. Uh, and how about since Deontay is making 30 million, we settle for half of that. Since you said I'm the goat and everything, the goat being the greatest of all time. Then he tweets, I don't even make half of half of what Wilder makes. If my reputation causes you to undervalue me this much, just go ahead and release me from my UFC contract altogether. I'm sure some promoter somewhere will be more than happy to pick me up, you think? And if I wanted to compare money to someone else, I would compare money to my brothers. By the way, both of his brothers, NFL players, including the absolute stud Chandler Jones. I see firsthand the way the NFL treats their champion athletes. There's a huge difference. And in all honesty, it's not that much of a difference. NFL players do get paid more, but the contracts and the CBA is absolute fugazi. But I understand what he's saying. Compared to MMA, it's like the freaking MLB. I've kept my mouth shut my entire career. Do I make five plus per fight? Yes, I'm assuming he means five million plus. Should I stick to that number for my super fights? No. 
if you don't agree with me, you just don't know business. I certainly didn't ask for 30, never even threw out a number. I'll reiterate. He never even threw out a number. Okay? He never threw out a number. So straight up, John Jones is saying that Dana White is being disingenuous and straight up lying. And Jimmy Noonan says out here in a live stream, calling out Dana White. I like it. I like it too. Now, look, again, you could say a lot about John Jones. You could say he's an alleged cheater based on evidence from USADA. You can say all the things about driving drunk, all the things about allegedly assaulting a stripper, all this other crap. He's been linked to a lot of unsavory things outside of the cage. I'm not condoning the alleged behavior. Obviously, I've been very critical of it and been disappointed just as a guy that's covered him for years and years. And, you know, I, I want to see this guy succeed. All that being said, that has nothing to do with the fact that whether the best fighter in the world is a good person, a bad person, somebody in between, a complicated person, that's all irrelevant. The reality is the best fighter in the world, the best fighters, plural, because Francis Ngannou is one of them too, should be paid market value, should be getting that money, should be securing the bag. And this is the thing. If Dana White's not even willing to play ball with his best fighter in the world, then then is he is he really going to give you the super fights you want to see? Yeah. And, and look, I am very happy for Justin Gagey. Very, very happy. Seems like a great guy. Awesome fighter. Great freaking fight. Great, great, great freaking fight with, with Tony Ferguson. Amazing performance and everything else. But think about how greedy you have to be to see a legacy fight on the table like Ferguson and Habib and not say, you know what? I could wait a few months. Dominic Cruz, Henry Cejudo, that could have headlined the show. Maybe it wouldn't have done as well, but it still would have done relatively well. Now, whatever. That's a minor thing, neither here nor there. But think about this. How many years did we hear, oh, we're going to get Anderson Silva versus GSP? How, how about the last couple of years where we heard, oh, we're going to get Habib versus GSP? And, and Dana always uses the coded language, right? Oh, I don't think GSP really wants to fight. Oh, I don't think GSP really wants to fight, which is code for what? Oh, he's asking for too much money. If Dana White wasn't willing to pay up for GSP, who, I don't say single-handedly, but through his blood, sweat, tears, success, and promoting and everything else, helped build the UFC in Canada and internationally. If he's not willing to pay up for GSP, then unfortunately, folks, he ain't going to be paying up for John Jones, which means we are not going to get Francis Ngannou versus John Jones. Now, look, that's not to say there won't be other top stars down the road that won't say, you know what? Screw it. I'll take a slight raise and I'll go up and I'll do my thing and I'll become a champ champ or try to become a champ champ. That's not to say that won't happen with other fighters, but I do think especially right now in this pandemic and with fighters like John Jones who have the luxury of being able to count that money and have invested well from what I understand, okay? These guys have the luxury to look around, to, to survey the scene and say, you know what? It might not be worth it. I'm going to give myself CTE for less than market value. There's a freaking pandemic. You want me? Hey, think about this. They want him to fight during a pandemic. And granted, UFC is doing extensive testing. And that's great. And I respect the hell out of UFC for doing extensive testing and keeping people safe. But you also got to pay them. You also got to step it up. You got to give fans the fights they want to see. And look, UFC right now is currently riding a hot streak because 
they're practically the only major sport running right now other than pro wrestling. But what's going to happen when baseball's back? What's going to happen when basketball's back? What's going to happen especially when football's back? Or And boxing, of course, too, which cuts into the market share of combat sports. Are people just going to keep flocking to UFC? Or are they going to say, you know what? This is cool. I watched my Ferguson Gagey dream fight. I watched a couple of these fights. It's okay. I'm going to go back to doing my own thing with team sports. There's no guarantees that UFC is going to continue to ride this hot streak. And at some point, after several duds, if you put enough pay-per-views like UFC 250 out there, at some point, you got to deliver some big fights. And oh yeah, last time I checked, right? Connor hasn't fought yet. Last time I checked, hmm, Habib and Gagey. I mean, you could do it multiple times, but that, that's only coming once. What comes after that? I don't know. Here's, the, here's the, the cruel reality for us as fans. UFC, all they have to do is just run shows. They could put a janitor against the used car, car, salesman, car salesman, Jesus Christmas, and they'd still make money because they get a guarantee from ESPN. That's just the reality. And uh, yeah, well, what can I say other than it's absolute BS that John Jones ain't getting that money. It's, it's absolute BS that Francis Ngannou ain't getting that money. And I'm having some people here on the live stream say, John Jones ain't worth $30 million. Where do you get this idea? This is a big draw. He got the idea. Now, <clears throat> let, me, let me say something here. For a while, John Jones was not a big draw. By the old UFC standards, he was a decent draw. Not, 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 a, not a, a great draw. In recent years, the last five years, he's been on pay-per-views that have done 1 million buys or near 1 million buys. He's been on pay-per-views that have done 600 to 800,000 buys. In today's UFC, in today's world, that's a freaking draw. And when you look at the amount of money UFC pays compared to the amount of money they rake in on every single event, he is underpaid. He is definitely underpaid because guess what? In the regular time period when there's fans and stuff, they ain't getting that kind of live gate without John Jones. They ain't getting that kind of attention without John Jones. And yes, a few years ago, it's applicable. You could say, you know what? John Jones, while he's a great fighter, he's, he's not a, a great draw. Over time, even with all the transgressions, he's become a great draw. And other than Connor, a top draw for the UFC. And quite frankly, even with all his problems, he's in recent years, at least like the last year and a half or so, been a more reliable, active draw than Connor McGregor. Based on consistency. So, uh, look, is he worth $30 million or I don't know if he's worth $30 million, but he's definitely worth, I'd say, more than $5 million. For the amount of money you see rakes on pay-per-view in the ESPN deal, he's definitely worth more than $5 million. He should definitely get at least $10 million. He should get at least a significant enough of a raise where he doesn't have to go on a tweet storm and call out Dana White and demand his release. Because guess what? That makes Dana White look bad. That makes UFC look bad. That makes ESPN look bad. Who's paying Dana White and the UFC all this money. It's just bad for all involved. But listen, there's going to be a subset of fans that are not going to care. They're going to say, oh, well, he doesn't deserve to get paid that much because they're not the best fighter in the world. And at the end of the day, like I said, Dana White's still going to get paid. But folks, I want to hear from you before I completely lose my voice. What do you think about this John Jones situation? Do you think that eventually they will pay up and allow John Jones to step up for the right financial price? Let me know. Leave a comment below. Shout out to all the people watching the live stream, including Ryan Chabon. Until then, folks, please be sure to enable notifications on Facebook, YouTube, wherever you watch and listen to us so you never miss an update. 
And until next time, everybody, as always, enjoy the fights and please stay safe. Facebook, thanks so much. I'm going to go get a drink of water.